Welcome to Bowling Springs Baptist Church. We're glad that you're here this morning. We're going to begin with a time of worship. And so at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Lindy. Okay, if you're able, would you please stand and worship with me? You were the word at the beginning, one with God the Lord most high. Your hidden glory in creation now revealed in you are Christ. What a beautiful name it is.
Thank you, Lindy. What a powerful way and wonderful way to begin our service this morning. Thank you for leading us. Well, we're glad you're here this morning on Memorial Day weekend. I hear it's going to be a little toasty outside today, but we're glad that you're here this morning. At this time, we'll join together in singing Beat Still My Soul in honor of the memories of those that we've lost from our fellowship over the past year. If you are able, please stand and join in singing hymn number 57, Be Still My Soul. Springs Baptist Church has been hit hard with the passing 
of many here. Individuals that we have served alongside of, individuals that are very close to us, our friends and our family, have gone on with Jesus and their presence is missed and, will, and cannot be replaced. This last year has been especially difficult for us as a church family. As I read the names of those who have left this earth, their presence still lives on in our hearts and community. As a congregation, we thank God for each person named today. After I read, there will be a chime for each name. After I read each name. This morning, we remember Devron Helgeson. Kay Bridges. Madge Harris. Julia Green. Reed Murray. Ted Daves. Roseanne Daves. Eugene Washburn. Thurlin Osborne. Carolyn Hamrick. Betty Bridges. Dr. Jean Washburn. Betty Washburn. Jerry Green. Chris Green. Mildred Arnold. Billy Washburn. Before I lead us in a prayer of remembrance this morning, I do want us to remember one who is not a church member, but continue to be in prayer for Andre Reznor in the sudden passing of his wife this last week. Also for our church custodian, Brandy Truelove, her father passed away, Bobby Bridges. His service will be tomorrow at Trinity Baptist Church at 2 p.m. But please be in prayer for Brandy and for Dr. Reznor during this difficult, very difficult time of loss. We also have at least one that I know of in the hospital. Donnie Hastings is in Shelby awaiting uh, gallbladder surgery, and you can talk with the family uh, for more information about that, but we certainly want to remember him in our prayers this morning. Let's pray together. God, as our nation pauses today to remember those who have passed, both those in the military who have given their lives for freedoms we enjoy, and those to whom we've lost within our own families and church families, we pray you would have have us all look to you for strength, comfort, and guidance. Be with all who serve in our armed forces. Bless them and their families. Grant your loving protection. God, we pray that peace would prevail among all the nations. Continue to walk beside all who grieve. Be the good shepherd we know you to be. We're thankful for the lives of each of these whose names we've read today. Their light and their legacy live on through family and friends. Help us to be faithful in growing the seeds and the fruit their lives produced 
while, while walking among us. This morning, we pray specifically for Andre Reznor and his family and the sudden death of his wife, for Brandy Love and the passing of her father, for Donnie Hastings, and Lord, for others who are going through difficult illnesses at this time. We do ask now that you would bless the offering as it's received. Move us to know, to take hold, and to treasure your saving grace. In the name of Jesus, our Savior and your beloved Son, who alone gives this peace and hope for eternity, we pray. Amen. Springs Baptist and very appropriate uh, following the reading of those names this morning. This week, as I alluded to earlier, the sermon will have a little bit of a different feel. I will not be going verse by verse through a passage of scripture this morning, and in just a moment we will read a passage from Galatians, but instead we'll be looking at four words. Ellen referenced one of those words this morning being courage, 
And uh, I have to go ahead and take, well, Aiden, I won't say too much, but you can go ahead and come on up, Aiden, if you want to. Aiden's going to help me with sermon this morning, and he's going to tell you about a stone, and I'll just leave it at that. Ellen referenced stones this morning, and she, I don't think she even knew about this, but um, I've got a special stone in my pocket that meant something to us from Virginia uh, this couple weeks ago, and so Aiden will be sharing a little bit more about that in just a moment. But... Um, well, we're going to be being a little honest with you, if you'll allow me to do that this morning in the first um, uh, 10 minutes. What I mean by that, you always allow me to be honest with you, but allow us to, to take you into the McKinney household, if, if we can do that with you for a few moments this morning before we get into the meat of the message. And Aiden's going to help us do that in just a moment when we read scripture. But in, in April, Aiden turned 13. And so this was a vacation, but it was also a little bit of a coming of age trip, if you will. And I didn't want this to be just a vacation where we go and just you know, we don't talk well, sometimes vacations can always be helpful in their own ways, but this one was special for me and Renee and I, and I hope for Aiden as well. I hope it was special for you. Um, but we, we had a theme for each day and he's going to introduce those themes for you in just a moment when he talks about uh, what we did. But, and I'm also going to share with you how I feel as I came home from the vacation and started thinking about these words that I had related to my family and specifically to Aiden, how these words can also, uh, relate to our church this morning. And I think you'll find those uh, to be very challenging as well. But I asked Aiden when I asked him if he wanted to help share and participate in the sermon this morning, he thought about it for a little while and didn't immediately respond. And he said, yes, I will. And so as we started talking about it and the four words we wanted to share, I said, well, what are we going to call it? And he said, the four factors. So that's what the title is this morning, the four factors. So thank you, Aiden. But in Galatians five, Paul mentions more than four characteristics seen or witnessed in the life of a spirit filled believer. The words we are sharing with you this morning may not all be listed in the passage that we're going to read, but it does help set the stage for where we're going. And so let us now read together Galatians, if we'll read that loud together, Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Read with me. By contrast, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. Thank you. Linda, you come, come and share with us this morning. So since Pastor Keith is going to be talking about some words that have meant a lot to him this week, I wanted to say that I just learned this song not long ago, and it has really meant a lot to me in the words that it has <coughs> You are not hidden It's never been a moment That you were forgotten You are not hopeless Though you have been broken Your innocence stolen I hear you So 
so much, Lindy. Before Aiden comes, I want to set the stage for you, in, in, if, if, I, if you allow me to do that. And it will also help our audiovisual people. In just a moment, when Aiden comes up, uh, as he's talking, you will be seeing some pictures of the things that he is talking about. But um, before Aiden comes, again, I want to set the stage. I invite you to join Aiden and me and others this morning around the campfire, if you will. Picture in your mind. Imagine a small group from our church sitting around the campfire. Try to put yourself there. Let me help you. You can smell the smoke. You can feel the warmth it gives on a cool night. We don't have a lot of those the last couple of days, but just imagine. You can hear the crackling of the wood. You can smell the smoke on your clothes a little bit. We've just eaten some hot dogs. We've made some s'mores and the environment is relaxed and we're simply enjoying some good conversation in each other's company. No one is in a hurry. No one has anywhere to go. Someone changes the conversation by asking Aiden about his camping vacation this last week in Virginia. Aiden, someone, Aiden, someone has just asked you about your camping week in Virginia. Will you come and share about it this morning? Okay. Thank you. Okay. 
uh, like my dad said, we went to Virginia and we camped in the uh, George Washington National Forest and it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and we arrived just before dark and uh, my dad and I went ahead and set up a tent, which was the first time I'd ever gone camping and the first time I'd ever set up a tent. So that was a really cool experience for me. Um, and I, 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 we had a creek, like our tent was, was like right in front There's of a us. picture up there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the creek was in the back, you can see that. But anyway, it, um, I, I went out and I started looking at some rocks and I saw this rock that I just, I saw it, but it, it's a, it has a cross on it. As you can see, if you look at it sideways, and it's um it's actually in the rock. It's not painted on. It's like it's in the rock, and it actually goes all the way through the rock. Because if you look at the back, you can actually see an imprint of the of the cross in the rock in the back. Um, and the first night was really cold. It was 39 degrees, and <laughs> first the first day. Uh, we had a word for each day, um, and of the first day, it was responsibility, and we chose that. I, uh, I, I saved up for a kayak. Um, I had to save up with that for a while, and that day of responsibility, we went out, and I went kayaking on a lake, so that kind of fit in, and it was, it was pretty cold and windy, um, and also, we had a we had a bunch of paper plates and we had some um, little paper towels and we had it out and then all of a sudden this huge gust of wind came in and just blew it all across the road and then it went into the trees so we had to be responsible and go pick that all up. <laughs> um, and on the second day the word was faithfulness and we went to the National Bridge which is one of the seven natural wonders of the world where it wasn't always a bridge, it used to be just like a dam but the water um, hit it was going against it for so long it went through it and created a, a beautiful creek and um, we also saw a Native American village replica they had for um, in there it said that it took like thousands of hours to make so they were pretty faithful with uh, using resources and making it but they made it just like the Native Americans would have um, a while ago and then the third day, the word was courage. And this was the day that I went ziplining. And this was my first time ziplining. It was new for a lot of stuff, actually. Um, but we did eight lines and we went across some obstacle courses, which, I mean, I was scared the whole time. I mean, it was just, it was horrifying. But the last one was like a thousand feet long or over a thousand feet long. It was, it was like, 70 or 80 feet high, I think. And we went like 40 miles per hour. Um, and then we actually had to rappel off the last platform, which was even more horrifying. It was the scariest part. But that, that was also the same day that my dog, who's a rough-haired collie named Finley, she, she's the kind of person that, I mean, if she goes to the or dog, I mean, if she, if she goes to the hardware store, I mean, she won't walk down the aisle. But she, she went all the way across the creek on these little rocks. I mean, she's never done anything like this before. She walked all the way around, and then she actually went through the creek, and it was like almost up to her little snout. 
Um, and I was so surprised. I was doubting she'd even get her paws wet. I mean, that, that's how doubting I was. But she obviously had courage, and I had courage the day I went ziplining. And then the last day was future. And I was just kind of thinking about, you know, what is future? Because 13 is a big year. I mean, I'm a teenager now. I'm, I'm about to go into high school and college. I'll be driving soon. So I just thought about future that day, you know, and just what will happen. But it, uh, it was a really fun camping trip, and it was, it was really interesting. So I'm, I'm very glad I got to have that experience. Thanks, Aiden. I love you, buddy. Thank you for sharing this morning. Um, I am grateful on the midst of that trip. One of the things that Aiden didn't tell you is Renee didn't leave with us. So when he said that his dad and I set up the, the, the tent by ourselves, we got there. It was almost dark. Uh, headlamps, which would have been helpful, were packed somewhere, you know. Um, we had made some, delay, or some delays along the way in our transportation, but... Um, we got there, and so the first two nights, it was without mom, and so Aiden and I had some good father-son time there in that 39-degree temperature each night. It seemed like the first two nights, and once she got there, it warmed up. I think she planned it that way. She's like, I'll join you guys later, you know? Uh, maybe that's what, what, what it was all along, I don't know, but first night we got there, and the wood was so wet. It had poured rain, if you remembered a couple weeks ago. It had poured for three days, like three inches of rain. And we got there and we couldn't bring wood in. They said, don't bring wood in because in a national forest, it, you know, it, it changes the dynamics when the embers and, and ashes go and all this. And so I'm like, great, we can't bring in wood. So we tried to make a fire. So basically Aiden ate junk food the first day we were there. Uh, second day I bought, uh, uh, you know, it was a good deal, $10 dry wood. And I could see how much it was. And I was like, that's great. And I could tell it was dry. But what I didn't notice is that the wood was green. And so that night, about three hours later, I finally gave up on trying to make the fire. We created enough flame to, I think, roast some hot dogs. Uh, but I'm grateful that on the third night, Renee was there and uh, brought uh, Finley up as well. Anyway, it was just a wonderful week. And I think you hear that in the midst of what Aiden shared with you. And obviously, that's not the entirety of our sermon this morning. But these words were extremely important for our family. Uh, I, you know, many of you have, have raised children and, now, and are now grown, but you know the significance of those teenage years. And we're trying to be intentional about as we navigate those teen years and as parents. But uh, there's other words that we could have come up with, but those were four that we think are important to our family. Responsibility, faithfulness, courage, and in the future word is not a character word, but nevertheless, it's one that can create some good conversation. What I want to do quickly is just share with you a little bit about why we chose each word and then share with you what I think, how those words relate right now to the context of Boiling Springs Baptist Church. But responsibility is defined as a quality or state of being responsible. As Aiden is now knows he needs to be responsible for his schoolwork, for himself, responsible for his own character, responsible for his actions, for his faith development. And in two years, oh, pray for me, permit. So he knows that there is a great responsibility that comes with these things. And he knows that he'll need to practice more responsibility as he gets older. We talked about the general importance of responsibility and making responsible decisions as he grows up. And some of you, as you and I have talk and, talked and are still uh, talking to your adult children about those same things as well, it seems like. Um, faithfulness um, was the second day. And we talked about how God is always faithful to us. Even when we can't understand or know his ways, we know that God 
is faithful. One of my greatest favorite hymns of all times that we sing quite often is Great is Thy Faithfulness, a beautiful hymn that reminds us of God's faithfulness. But we talked about, Aiden and I did, uh, just the word in general and how we are also called to be faithful, faithful to our family and our commitments, uh, faithful to our God and faithful to the callings uh, of schoolwork and uh, responsibilities that come with daily life. As we think about Memorial Day weekend, uh, we couldn't help but think of the many whose names are listed in our bulletin today who showed us what a faithful life looks like. The third day, as we said, courage is defined as mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Aiden had to withstand a little bit of that on the day that we went zip lining and the day that uh, we did some other things as well. We discuss as he goes throughout his teenage and young adult years, he'll need courage and he'll need it often. This morning he woke up and he was excited about doing this this morning. I mean, about all week. And then this morning he's like, I'm kind of, you know, kind of nervous, which Aiden, you did a great job. And I said, Aiden, you remember that word that we're going to talk about today? Courage. And he's going to need that as he continues to traverse these uh, teenage years. But there'll be pressures. There'll be uh, many uh, that come from the world and uh, the pressures uh, that uh, certainly surround us in every way. And of course, courage to stand up for what he believes as well. And the last word, like I said, it wasn't a character word, but we talked about future. And nevertheless, a word that he must continue to think about as he grows and moves forward in his young adult life. So this morning we have four words, all of which hold great significance in a young 13-year-old's life. But as I reflected more, like I said, I began to think about what these words could mean in relationship to our church as we traverse and we live and try to move and be the the people of God in the presence of Christ in our community of Bowling Springs, North Carolina. So I thought of a few things. Um, Responsibility as the children of God, again, as followers of Jesus Christ, we have been called to be responsible in many areas. And the first of which is to love God with all that we have. Matthew 23, it's also listed in the other gospels as well. Jesus in Matthew was challenged by a lawyer about the greatest commandment of all. And Jesus responded, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But not only are we responsible in loving God and neighbor, we're responsible in sharing the good news of the gospel. Matthew 28 talks about the great commission at the end of Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So that means the people in Boiling Springs throughout North Carolina and America, the people in Guatemala and India, Romania, and all the different places where our members have served and others throughout our world. A favorite scripture of mine is I thought about responsibility. I thought about, I couldn't help but think about this passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 19, one of my favorite scriptures. Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, all things, excuse me, I'm reading this without my glasses. He's a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now, all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You and I have a responsibility to be faithful in our ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. He has committed to us the word of reconciliation. You and I have a responsibility to be about the work of Jesus Christ. He has done the reconciling work. 
But nevertheless, you and I are ambassadors. We are, am, we are messengers, if you will, on behalf of Christ in regards to reconciliation. And not only are we to be responsible in sharing the good news and to be ministers of reconciliation, we're also responsible to defend others in need, both here in Boiling Springs and around the world. Proverbs 31 verses eight and nine says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and the helpless and see that they get justice. We are also responsible as well for the proper use of our natural talents and gifts and abilities that God has given us. And that would also include the spiritual gifts that he has bestowed upon us. We can talk about other responsibilities that Bowling Springs Baptist Church is called to, but we will move on. Faithfulness. Church, God desires our faithfulness. As I said earlier, we know of his faithfulness to us but he desires our faithfulness as well. In fact, the first two of the 10 commandments in Exodus 20 deal directly with our being faithful to God. It says, Moses wrote, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. These are the words directly from God to Moses for all people and for all time. Since God assumes a covenant relationship with you and with me, with his people, he is declaring that he will not tolerate unfaithfulness in competition with anything else. An idol can be in the form of anything that you or I might place in higher priority than God. Again, on this Memorial Day, I couldn't help but think of that as well in my final preparation for this morning. We are reminded and we have been given examples of what faithful Christians and faithful followers of Jesus Christ look like in the names that I have read this morning. God is calling his church. He's calling Boiling Springs Baptist Church to walk faithfully with him in 2019. It's a difficult time in which we live, a difficult day in which we find ourselves. How do we navigate our own spiritual journey and how do we do that collectively as a body? When at times there may be different ways of, of looking at that and looking at our future to use that to use that last word, but God has called us to be faithful in our witness and in our work in elevating him and advancing his kingdom. The third word was courage. Oh, how the church needs courage today. Boiling Springs Baptist Church needs courage. Every church seeking to follow the way of Jesus will need courage in 2019. First Timothy 1 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Joshua 1, 9, I have not commanded you, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Living out the Christian life is not for the faint of heart. We talked about that as we were leading up to Jerusalem. Jesus gave us a prime example of that. It's not always easy to be a Jesus follower. If we're truly following the path of Jesus at times, we're gonna get strange looks. We're gonna be questioned and we're gonna be challenged. And uh, we will certainly find ourselves in some difficult environments at times. But we need to remind ourselves of the promise that he's made throughout Scripture, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. After Jesus' words in the Great Commission, he said, And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. As we are seeking to be Christ followers, as we're seeking to be his presence in the day and age in which we live, we can know and trust that his presence goes with us and empowers us to be the people that he's called us to be. As we think about the future, I want to share just a few verses in closing. 
We know of the verse, and we can't, many of you know this verse by heart, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to give you hope and a future. Philippians 1, 6, also a great verse. Paul wrote, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God's time and our timing often conflict. We want to see things happen quickly. Uh, sometimes I've, some of you who know me um, in a more personal way know that sometimes I enjoy mowing the grass and painting a room or doing something tangible where after 30 minutes or an hour, I can see what I've done. In ministry, sometimes we can see that, but we can't always see that. And so this idea of, of God finishing the work that he began in us, we want to see something, we want to see a changed life next week. And sometimes that changed life comes within a year and, the, and, and we see greater transformation and restoration over time as we grow and as we, and as we are faithful in our relationship to the Lord. The last passage I want to read is a little more lengthy. It's Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. And Jesus said these words in Matthew 6, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life as you think about your future. Do not worry about your life and what you eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But here comes the verse that many of you may have memorized or sang a song when you were a child, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. As you look to your future, let me ask the question as I begin to close, are you seeking first the kingdom of God? Are you practicing some of these words in your daily life, spiritual life as well, that we've talked about this morning? We all have a responsibility. If we are a child of God, we're all called to be faithful. At times we desperately need courage and we always need to be looking to the future. And collectively, as we look to our future, are we, the church of Jesus Christ, in Boiling Springs, North Carolina, Boiling Springs Baptist Church, are we seeking first the kingdom of God? And everything we say and everything we do, realizing when we fall short, confessing it, and beginning to move on together as a people. What does your future look like? Have you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? And do you know beyond the shadow of a doubt, if your name were to be read, to say that in that way, if your name were to be read next year at Memorial Day, that people could speak of your testimony, they could speak of your faithfulness, they could speak of the fact that you were a child of God, that you lived for him, that you may not have lived a perfect life, but nevertheless you strived to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord, advancing his kingdom both here in Boiling Springs and around the world. Being a child of God comes with great responsibility. 
And we need courage to live that out as we move forward to the future. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you, Lord, that as we think about our lives and we think of maybe looking past, looking behind in the rearview mirror, Lord, we certainly know that we've made mistakes. We certainly know that we've missed the mark at times. But God, I hope that all those present this morning can look back and see your hand and can see your presence as we look in that rearview mirror. But Father, I pray that as we think about the windshield, the windshield is obviously much bigger as we look out that front windshield to our future, not only as individuals, but as a church. I pray that you would be first and foremost. As we learned in Exodus 20 this morning, God, you desire nothing ahead of that personal relationship with you. So Father, forgive us when we've put other things as more important than you and help us to put you in your rightful place. Lord, continue to work in our hearts, challenge us, convict us. May we look more like you next week, next month, next year than we do right now. Move in us as a church, Lord, as we seek your future for this body of believers. We pray that we would have a greater presence of Christ in this community each and every day as we move forward. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the cross of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sin, for the ministry of reconciliation. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to stand and sing together. I think it's I Surrender All. Am I right? Yeah. I Surrender All, hymn number 499. And this morning I ask you, have you surrendered all? Maybe you did at one point in your life, but are you willing to do that again this morning? There in your heart, just in your spirit between you and God as we sing this hymn this morning. Let's stand together. If you desire to, to come and talk about salvation or renewal of your relationship or church membership, I'd be happy to talk with you about that. Let's stand and sing together. I surrender all. <laughs>